Hey, welcome back, everyone. We are the robots after all. I'm Tom. And I'm Andrew. Yes, and welcome back to the show. Today we're going to be talking about the Mortal Kombat movie that just came out, 2021 edition. But first, we have a little something I like to call the robot of the week. And that robot, robot of the week is Soundwave from the Transformers, part of the Decepticons. Hey. Classic figure. I remember having this guy. Well, I don't know if I actually had him, but I remember having parts of him, like the cassette, like that goes inside of him. What? When did this guy come out? Because this is like a newer version of him. Yeah, this is this is the Takara masterpiece version, which is like you know um, a little bit of like a higher quality figure with a little bit more uh, kind of like animation accurate uh, um, sculpting or not sculpting, but like design. Um, and you know, significantly, like I really want to kind of showcase this the the cassette specifically because they are just unreal, like how much cooler the engineering is from like the toys when we were a kid. So, I mean, this is this without any additional um pieces that need to be added to it will actually transform into a cassette, which is just like crazy. Just um, well, that's what I always thought was really cool about the original model is that. Even then, it seemed like it was made really well, and how they transformed from little animal to like a little to like a cassette that goes actually goes inside of him. That's so cool. That was the bird. I like, love no, it. No additional parts that need to be it's like in the the old ones when we were a kid. This same uh, what's this laser beak is the name of this uh, this guy. He used to have like little weapon attachments that would go on top of him. But now the weapon attachments are actually built into the transformation. So it's just like. That's just, right. I forgot about that. Wasn't there also like a Puma or something? I remember the Puma. Yeah. So Ravager was the the, the Puma. Did I fuck this Black up? Panther. We'll, we'll, Black Panther. We'll put him down. We'll put that one down. So this is Ravager. Yeah. Let's see Ravager. Ooh. He looks Isn't awesome. that incredible? I mean, he literally like has. So what's cool about that is that I remember the originals were much more like squish together too yeah it was like a it was like a single line like you would just yeah. like kind of so unfold just fold it up yeah and this is like three-dimensional like this actually turns into this exact that exact cassette tape i was showing you i'm not going to transform it because it's comp it's a little bit more of a complex transformation but just so cool and like too complex too complex for the video but um what's really cool is uh soundwave actually has like a little uh little button to you know, put his cassettes in and he the cassettes go in <laughs> and you could actually store there's his little uh compartment here pushes back so you can actually store like three or four tapes in one. yeah which is pretty neat so i love this figure so so sick i don't remember the original that well but i know that um you couldn't store them back there i don't think no i think you can put one tape in at a time um and that thing is rare and expensive if i'm not mistaken it is and i think the original was significantly smaller than this one i mean this is a pretty large scale figure um and you can tell just like he probably stands about nine inches ten inches tall so very cool i mean it's funny because you know our generation remembers tape tape players a lot of kids nowadays like would be like what does he transform into it's like oh it's a boom box it's like what's a boom box or what's a walkman or whatever he is 
I don't know what they do now. It's, it's like he's an MP3 player. He's an iPod. I think they've tried to reinvent him a few times. Like, you know, he turns into like a, like one of them, he was a tank. Um, but none of them feel right. I mean, the whole point of Soundwave is that he was, uh, you know, he was a, a boombox or a uh, tape, tape cassette player. Um, there's another one too. There's like Sound Blaster, I think was like the Autobot version that also had cassettes. They tried to like get it on both sides. Oh, really? <laughs> So, I feel like there was yeah. a joke about him coming, like being in like a modern day rendition and he transformed into that and they made fun of the fact that he was like retro or something. That sounds, that, that sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know if it was in that recent one you showed. Would that have? Yeah, I don't know. But, well, there he is. There's Soundwave, Robot of the there Week. Robot of the Week. Cool. Great fig, in the Mortal Kombat. Awesome fig. I love it. Yeah, Mortal Kombat just came out. So, do you want to? Did you like Mortal Kombat growing up? Were you like eager to play? I was obsessed. I, was obsessed. I think obsessed that Mortal Kombat. It? Yes. So, Mortal Kombat um, was the first. So, I, obviously, you know, we were Nintendo kids. We played Mario. We played Zelda. You know, Mario's. But, but Mortal Mortal Kombat was the first adult theme game that I ever experienced. I mean, like. Um, I remember it being in the arcades and being like, am I even supposed to be like watching this? Like it was, there was blood and like, you know, there's fatalities and it, yeah, it was just it, spray it was so cool. Um, I didn't actually get to own the first game. I had a Sega Genesis and I owned the second game first. Oh, um, okay. The Mortal Kombat 2 was the first one I really played at home, but I played the, the original in arcades um and it came out for both systems right and then super nintendo censored the blood i think and i think maybe i don't know i didn't have a super nintendo i remember playing it on super nintendo though and being super jealous because i thought it looked better on super nintendo than sega genesis because the the super nintendo had like a a chip in it that could actually produce more colors than the genesis did i didn't know that at the time but you know it was like a you know kids being like oh it's better on snes or SNES, as I think we discovered, was the per, per, you know correct pronunciation now. But um, I'm going to still call it SNES. Um, yeah, so I, I I actually got so obsessed with it that I actually got the, the the code book for Mortal Kombat 2, and I learned every fatality for every character. I, feel like I, I like, remember oh. seeing you still owning that code book, yeah. like in high school. Yeah, I don't know what happened to it. I somehow misplaced it, which is very unlike me because I usually kind of pack rat everything. But you know what? It probably got. Um, when I did the big move and I did like the huge call of like all my collectibles and all my toys and everything, it probably got like washed away in that, that wave. But, um, but yeah, I was really, really into it. Uh, my, my favorites were, uh, were Sub-Zero, uh, Johnny Cage. And then like when we started getting into like, and actually I was big into Liu Kang. I played a lot of Liu Kang. I was always the, uh, Scorpion guy. You were always Scorpion? Yeah, I liked Scorpion, but I wasn't was awesome. like too big on the game the gameplay i was more of a street fighter super street fighter boy that's actually a, an interesting point to bring up because i feel like people went one way or the other i was a mortal Kombat kid i knew a lot of kids who were street fighter kids what's funny is as, as an adult i think street fighter is probably the superior game as far as kind of technical aspects yes um whereas mortal Kombat had kind of some tropes that it's like once you figured out the it was a game of rock, paper, scissors. And like, once you figure out the rock, paper, scissors, like you pretty much can kind of win a, win a match kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I could never figure out the moves. That's what always bothered me about it. I was always like the moves in street fighter always felt 
more fluid. Like you do a Hadouken and it's like down forward. You do like something in Mortal Kombat and it's like back, back, forward or back or you hold yep. back and you go forward. So it felt more, it felt more like you were completing an action Street Fighter and just felt easier to do. Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat was a much more challenge. And so a lot of times I just wanted to see the gore aspect and the fatalities, which is pretty much what they cater to these days is like their trope is this showing off all these insane fatalities of skulls. And once they introduce the x-ray oh, so cool. thing, I'm like, whoa, you can see the skull crack open and yeah. brains and sound the- effects are in- intense. The, the other thing that I think that the original games did have going for them was first of all they they used live action um we're not going to even talk about the movie we're just going to talk about the games <laughs> uh, they used live action uh characters to like motion capture and it was like kind of the first time that i think that technology was really used in a video game so like those um those animations that you see in the 16-bit version are actual actors that's why it has such a natural movement in the way that they move yeah i remember um, seeing like a cool behind the scenes and it's basically like a stop motion they're just taking stills photos and then putting them together yeah it's it's um it was it was funny because i remember being like wow these graphics are so amazing not realizing that they're basically just rendered video yeah like so so that's why it's so good is it's like yeah it's pretty it's a pretty close approximation it's like they built it from scratch kind of thing yeah Um, but yeah i love i love the games um I really liked Mortal Kombat 3. That was probably my favorite one. Okay. Is that Sega still? What's that? Is that still like on Sega generation? Genesis generation? Generation. (laughs) Sega. Yeah. Um, Because they had like Cyrax and there was some other, like there was a lot of new characters that got introduced into into Mortal Kombat 3. But anyway, um, in the Mortal Kombat, the first Mortal Kombat movie, was i was probably in there's a lot of hype seventh grade or something like that so it was like the perfect type of movie to come out at an, like an age where like i would have just eaten up an action i remember watching that movie just like over and over and over and over again the movie so was very, i remember watching being really into seeing it but also being slightly disappointed that it wasn't as violent as the games kind of were but mm. still enjoying it for what it was was worth it still did have a couple of moments of violence, like when uh, Johnny Cage kind of slices uh, Scorpion's skull open and like the True. stuff comes out. Yeah, but you're right. It was definitely, definitely some more, there are moments of it, and like there are still like moments where um, fighters are getting killed or 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 beat up, where you're just like, ooh, wow, it's it just seems a little more impactful. Yeah. Then. Uh, well, in this way, it, in in that sense, I guess we can lead into the movie. Like, yeah, before before we like actually start talking about it, I want to hear what was your when you saw the trailer. What was your what was your reaction? What what did you expect? When I saw the trailer, I was like, all right, uh, I was into it. I was excited. I was like, this is gonna be cool. There's a lot of violence. The red band trailer and then love your violence, <laughs> ultra violence, really fun action characters depicted well. Yeah, and I don't know. I was I was just into it because it had just been so yeah. long since there was anything Mortal Kombat related. I know they did like a 3D movie of Scorp with Scorpion, I think. But that I was didn't see that. that was still even that one's kind of old. So I, I was into I was I was I was excited. 
you know? Yeah, I I was very excited. I um I thought the trailer looked like the quality was significantly ramped up from the previous movie. Um, and it looked like we were actually going to get like a blockbuster level treatment for a beloved franchise, you know, and like video game movies are very hit or miss. Right. And like, I just felt like this, there, there was something about it that I was like, it was the quality level seemed like it was really going to step up from anything we had seen before um, from Mortal Kombat. So that was kind of, that was my reaction. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I think this will be full on spoilers. I'm not going to try and censor myself. Yeah. Say, yeah. So. Let's just go into it. Let's so, do no, it. I don't think I don't think it did. I I think that um I guess, you know, quick very quickly I would say the opening scene captivated me immediately. It was beautiful. It was perfect. It was uh it, it had mystery, um it set the stage. Um, there was already kind of conflict in, in human emotion, just like instilled. I, I was I was hooked. I was into the film right off the bat. Um, Scorpion, you know, disappearing in, in flame. I was just like, what is that? Like, what's going on there? Like, how is that working? What does that mean? Like, um, so, yeah. So, you know, just really, really crushed it. And then I feel like they just squandered that. That. Um, experience that they built so it was like it was almost like there was two movies it was like if they had just done a short of like the the uh scorpion and sub-zero feud you would have had this very very short incredibly high quality you know totally meets and exceeds expectations for like what the the experience was um but they just the, all the other actors were felt very B movie actorish to me. The the dialogue was very weak. The storyline was weak, um, and I wasn't sure if we were actually going to get to a tournament or not. So I was kind of like the whole entire time I'm watching it, I'm like, is this really going to scratch the itch that I'm looking for? Where I'm like expecting there to be this like grand tournament at the end, and I'm like, I don't think we really have time for a tournament now. Like I'm like halfway through the movie trying to figure it out, and yeah, um, um, uh, no tournament. At all, yeah, no, no tournament. Cheating. So I, uh, uh, we, I saw it in the theater. So I think my first impressions when I saw it was like I enjoyed the film. I really liked it. And then mm-hmm. I watched it for a second time on HBO Max. And you saw it on HBO Max, right? Yeah, that's how I watched it. it was just so when you see it in the theater, you're there. You're in the moment. You're like, oh, this is so exciting. You get some popcorn. You get some soda pop. You get people <laughs> and. <laughs> It's just the whole experience, so it's a lot more excitement. And then I watched it again, and I'm like, wow, this is uh, definitely needs some work to it. But I think, like you said, I don't know. It's just like a movie building up to the sequel in a lot of ways. It's like, yeah, the sh- like I don't know even know where to begin with this movie because it's just kind of all over the place. That's exactly right. It's all I, over the place. I don't know, and so yeah, they have if they're the main plot throughout is like Scorpion and this guy trying to get his powers who turns out to be the ancestor of Scorpion in the bloodline. And who's a, who's a net new character. He's literally, he's supposed to be the voice of like, he's supposed to be like us. He's supposed to be like the voice of reason type character. Like, wow, this is a crazy world that I'm being thrown into. Yes. He's supposed to be kind of like that grounding force. And right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Him and his family, was the family was terrible. There's no emotional attachment to any of these characters, which I guess is fine. And the fact that there are a lot of like B 
characters. I mean, it's it's kind of goes back to the old movies. All those were kind of yeah. There was something charming about. I mean, and there is one character that still I think nails that feel. But um, there was something charming about the original. You know, the original Liu Kang and the original Sonya Blade and the original. They didn't have Johnny Cage, but like those characters for some reason. And even like Christopher Lambert as Raiden, like what a weird casting for Raiden, but yeah. like it worked, it worked, it was hilarious, and like it was cool. Um, and in this one, you know, the only character that I really kind of fell in love with was Kano. Yeah, I mean, Kano was everybody loves Kano, he's hilarious. I was laughing out loud in a lot of these moments, like especially yeah, one scene where Liu Kang shows up. He's this little guy who's who's useless, and he goes up to Kano and he touches his hand. It's like all oh, will be revealed, and Kano's like, "What the fuck?" And he's just like, "What are you?" Doing? <laughs> yeah, his his one liners were great. His personality was awesome. Um, I mean, I, let me let me back up. I loved the movie. I loved it. It was really fun. I enjoyed it. It's just that like it fell short in so many areas that I just really like. I like. That, that expectation of seeing the trailer versus the actual reality of seeing it mm-hmm. um, were two different experiences, but I would already, I already watch it again. You know, I'd be yeah. ready to watch it again immediately. And yeah, that's not yeah. that I would say a lot about a lot of movies. So. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I definitely loved it. I enjoyed it and it's not uh, perfect by any means, but it's still a lot of fun to see this movie at, at the level that it was seeing all the, like I'm not a huge fan of CG blood and they, they shove that in your face right away. And it's just a lot of that for me, takes away from the brutality of it. Cause the first scene you got Scorpion taken out um, Sub-Zero's cronies, by the way, when I watched it the second time, the baby's crying and when they're getting attacked. So I don't know how he didn't hear the baby crying in the beginning. He didn't care. So yeah. But anyway, just like the, the, the cuts, like when he's killing those people, it was cool, and but it's also kind of nonsensical with this like dr- overly dramatic blood spraying everywhere. You know, they didn't seem like as impact. Like he stabs one guy in the head, pulls it out, and then like you just stab a guy in the head, and now and then he goes and slices the back of his neck. Now I don't know why he had to slice him again when you stab somebody through the top of the head. Looks cool. <laughs> it looks cool exactly. <laughs> so a lot of like the CG aspects can uh in, in terms of like the blood kind of took away i think maybe because that would be off this, immediately yeah that scene specifically since it was like this beautiful nature scene super realistic looking and then all of a sudden cg blood everywhere the cg in general was trash like a fountain of blood what yeah the cg in general was trash when they show outworld it's just like outworld was bad are you joking are you joking that that's your outworld like this looks like somebody made this as like a fan fan film Yes. Um, yes. And Raiden's domain, also bad. But with the little they, electrical, like tubular things in this, is like now I even a cave, and there's like, I appreciate it. It was kind of silly, but I appreciate the fact that they actually built something. And the set for that looked really bad, though. Like the rock walls, when I watched it the second Crash. time, I'm like, oh, it's like, like Stargate Awful. sets or something. Yes, it's like it was like a USA sci-fi like original series. Yeah, just like these reusable spray, quickly spray painted stone rocks. But reptile, probably the worst character in the movie, in my opinion. 
I hate that they won't give Reptile a proper... Like, why do they like, have to make I, a Reptile again? A full-on... We, we want Ninja Reptile. We yeah. want Ninja Reptile who gives us a taste of the actual Reptile. That would be way cooler. We don't just need an alligator that walks on two feet. Yeah, It's so stupid. We yeah. already got that in the last movie. And by the way, just like making him like slightly larger does not like justify like, oh, we got to do it right this time. And it's like, oh, he's actually a reptile. It's like, no. That, yeah, that fight scene was probably my least favorite because first of all, can barely tell what's going on. Reptile could have killed him in like two seconds when he got yeah. there. You got the drop on him, plus he had acid spit. Yeah. And acid yeah. blood, Kano punches through him, rips out his heart. No, no effect from acid powers that he had. Kano wins plot armor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That that whole scene was kind of a was kind of a mess. Well, and, and also like Sonia, like Sonia clearly like captured him, and then all of a sudden it's just like, oh, we're like, you know ready to strike a deal now all of a sudden it's just like you had him in chains for god knows how long (laughs) and now all of a sudden you get him out of chains and he's just like well let's talk business it's like why aren't you running away like why aren't you just like killing these people like they had you captive like why is he suddenly like such a reasonable guy that he's like yeah let's strike a deal for the plot (laughs) quick turn around yeah just gotta get from movie point a to point b i guess yeah so yeah then they go to raiden's castle in the desert after well, that. before that happens, I think um, Jack's fights Sub Zero. Oh yeah, it, that scene was. I like cool. that scene when they show it's snowing. Unbelievable! That was beautiful. Sub Zero shows up. Those a lot of the sound effects that are actually really cool in the movie when he makes it rain ice. It's like yeah, <laughs> that was super cool. Although I don't know how that little girl survived underneath the picnic table. There's like so many shards of ice everywhere. She's like this. Yeah. The first guy that gets hit by that ice block, you like feel it though. He's just boom. Yeah. Um, that was cool. Yeah. And he fights Jax. Yeah. And that, and the, that was, I think, the first moment where I was like, oh, this movie's for real, real, not for play, play. Like he freezes Jack's arms and just like explodes them. And it's just bloody stumps. And I was just like, okay, rated R. Yeah, they're in it for the gore. That was pretty badass. And this, and I mean, it it felt like grim. Like, I I felt like like it was visceral. I was like, oh my God, like Jax's arms are gone. That's how he that's how he loses his arms. Like, that was that was cool. Yeah, that was a great moment. And then again, it goes like off the rails with some of the violence. But I mean, we can talk about probably the most gory part with Liu Kang. Yes, there's a place is that, um, throwaway character nightmare nightmare i don't know her name well she's dead she got cut in half yeah it was the chainsaw technique fatality and that's actually a fatality from the game oh yeah it looked like it probably was yeah that was a callback through fatality i want to say that was actually even in that was mortal kombat 2 that that was in okay he throws the hat on the ground throws it down and split him yeah he had some of my favorite fatalities he had another one where he just like Took his hat off, he just like sliced you in half and then put it back on real quick. And then you were just like, <laughs> Did I say Liu Kang? I, I know you meant Kung Lao. Kung Lao, yeah. I might have said Liu Kang, I can't remember. Um, so we got Liu Kang, Kung Lao, Kano, Sonya, New Guy, and Jax. That's like the A, a- team. That's all the good guys, yeah. And Raiden. And, and 
the bad guys. There was a couple characters I didn't even know who they were. Guy with the hammer, no idea who that is. Don't know who that is. Cabal, I know. Yeah, Cabal is amazing. People were actually, I saw other reviews and people were like mad about Cabal's speech. I had no problem with that. I actually, cool. yeah. He's I like thought it was good. Bronx. It was cool. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. That were on the same page with that. The other people that are reviewing, they're wrong. They're wrong. Cabal, Cabal, Cabal. Cabal. Cabal was great. Come here, Cabal. <laughs> he was fun. And I guess you talk about the fighting. The fighting scenes overall were not great, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, they weren't really, a lot of times they were kind of just shown really quickly. There wasn't really a lot of martial arts going on. Um, hits didn't feel like hits. They just felt like, getting to a fatality in a lot of ways like you just kind of get trying to get to the fatality well and like that that kung lao scene was was even though it was a cool fatality it wasn't really earned like they didn't build up to it it was just yeah. she flies in and he's just like oh you're flying huh hey have some hat death <laughs> how bad was it when shang sung like dodges his 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 hat he's like it's yeah. like a George Lucas edit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they move on solo. <laughs> Kung Lao fires first. <laughs> You're beneath me. Yeah. Weird voice for him too. wasn't wasn't too fun. Weird casting. Like the original <laughs> Shang Tsung had like. Say, sorry, what was that? He could have easily just brought back the original guy. That would have been awesome. He was amazing. Yeah, and it, and it would have been cool if he was older. Like you think he would have worked really well older. Yeah, Shang Tsung is old in the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I uh, I forget what I was gonna say for for that, but um, it didn't it didn't feel like the character casting in general just didn't feel like they were the right people to play these iconic characters. Like Liu Kang was like Liu Kang was probably the worst in my yeah he was like fourteen years old. Um, even yeah. beyond the the actor, just the fact that he was useless. He didn't. He's like I'm one of the chosen heroes, basically. And he goes up against Sub Zero and gets his ass whooped. He did his bicycle kick though. Oh, that's right. Ineffective. That was exciting. <laughs> yeah. Part, I did laugh with the part where they they do like the 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 sweep kick. Cheap. Oh yeah, that was with funny. Kano and he even tries to jump over it. Yeah. <laughs> he that still gets really That was fun. I did not enjoy the animality with uh, Liu Kang as the dragon, the CG dragon. It just was like so. Is that what they're going with for that? Yeah, so that was from the third. I think it was those uh, third game. They they introduced this idea of animalities. So there was friendships, fatalities, babalities, and then animalities. And animalities started in Mortal Kombat three. And see a babality, they start kicking babies around. <laughs> they just turn them into a baby, and then it's just like. Oops. Um, you got you got a call there. Little text a, message. Uh, <laughs> professional. <laughs> Left it on vibrate. Um, I don't even know where my phone is. Uh, yeah, they that that was what they were going for. That was the exact animation of the animality for Liu Kang, just in fiery digital form instead of like an actual dragon. Yeah, I think the original one was a. So all the animalities had a weird like colored. Um, it was like energy, like hue of like a color. So like oh, Liu Kang's, I think right. green. I really remember. Yeah, I think Liu Kang's was green. I think Cyrax might have been a bat. I think 
there was all different. Like, the bat one, I remember just being like the worst. Like a bat just flies across the side of the screen, just takes the person's head with it. <laughs> it was always disappointing in those games when you get one that's just terrible and you're like, oh man. Okay. Yeah. That, the, um, I recently rewatched, I watched all the babalities for some reason, a YouTube video of them. I don't oh, know. So you know what babalities are. No, I know what all these are. Oh, okay. I'm an expert on babalities, especially. <laughs> well, apparently now because <laughs> watched them I've recently. seen them all. I'm like, wow, these yeah. are really. Some of them are really weird. Most of them actually, I thought that they just turned them into babies. Most of them involve them turning into a baby, trying to do something, falling over, and then crying. <laughs> Sounds about right. Um, it's fun to watch. But yeah, I I think that. Um, I kept kind of like, it was almost like kind of ramping up and slowing down, ramping up and slowing down. Like I, we'd get to a scene where I was like, oh, that was really cool. And I was like excited again. And then we get to another scene and it was just like uh, the um, the scene with Goro and um, the main character who I can't remember his name. He was so forgettable. I don't even remember his name in the movie. I don't remember his name. Cole? Maybe Cole. Is that right? Yeah, I think Cole. Yeah. Um, I, I liked that a lot, but like him having to go back there when the whole reason why he was like leaving his family at that farm was because they weren't safe. If he was there, <laughs> it's like, well, you just brought Goro to your family <laughs> moron. <laughs> and it's Raiden's like, fault. Raiden's trying to Raiden trying to be Raiden. It's like weird about Raiden. I don't know if you've played any of the more recent games, but like Raiden's like a weird, he's got a weird character arc in the games where like he's like the god of you know, god of thunder or lightning or whatever he is. And then he's like seemingly this good guy or is he good, like, you know, uh, protector of the earth realm or whatever. But then he does all these dickish things, like put people in harm's way just to like teach them a lesson or like. Oh, does he? Yeah. Well, that would um, be one of them. That would be one of them. Yeah. So anyway, but I did like that scene a lot. I thought the fight with Goro was cool. Fight with Goro was fun. Um, going into the garage, I thought it was a little silly, but you know, we got to do something. And having the family get involved, I wasn't too keen on, but I guess that's no. part of it. Um, I don't think they were put in harm's way enough, though, to justify him turning into like his Asura's Wrath power or whatever you call it. I'm just guessing that's what it is, though. Asura, Asura Wrath, Wrath? I have no idea what you're talking about. So Asura's Wrath is um, this guy. I could be. All I know is that you get hit and you get powers from it. So it's kind of like you keep getting hit and you're kind of you just keep building up strength from it. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I did. I I figured out what it. Yeah, it's like he basically absorbs kinetic energy. Yeah, and he's able to rechannel it. Kind of like a Bishop from X Men. Yes, kind of like Bishop. Um, but instead of it being actual, like Bishop, I think is solely energy. This is like just any kind of impact or any kind of kinetic energy he would also absorb. Right. Um, yeah. I, no, I guess they didn't get hurt, really. They were I, feel, I feel like it would have been cooler if he just like turned into Scorpion. And he, or like, you know, like kind of similar to like, uh, what's the, oh, in the Final Fantasy VII Advent Children when like the bratty, uh, kid like basically kind of becomes Sephiroth for like a part of the end like the end of the movie yeah and then Sephiroth goes away and he goes back to being the shitty kid again like that would have been kind of cool too where he like basically becomes sub uh becomes Scorpion like summons him from that other realm 
fight sub zero and then like scorpion goes away at the end or something that would have been pretty sick that would be interesting because then like the the other hanzo scorpion could maybe had his spirit like released from having to be scorpion for eternity i guess (laughs) because like what's he doing down there but i guess now he's also like now he's here so they can build him up for the so maybe maybe this is a better story arc for where they're going with the the next movie or the next movies. Yeah, I'm I'm sure it is because then he can, yeah. And but they could have also done something where like he he does that or whatever, and at the end he like splits off from him and he's like, "Thank you for freeing me." And yeah, maybe rides off into the sunset. Rides off like, he's donkey. Nimbus. <laughs> Nimbus. <laughs> Um, was Scorpion and Sub-Zero supposed to be like the first combatants in Mortal Kombat? Mm. Also not a tournament, by the way. They just met up and fought. Oh, in the final fight? In the opening. Like, even that wasn't even like part of a tournament. It was just he showed up and killed him. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that that was... Was that before they kind of... The only bit of story that we had in the entire movie was the opening um, where, like... Clearly, there's some kind of bad blood between the Lin Kuei clan. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna butcher the name. Yeah. Uh, Lin Lin Kao? Lin Kwai? Lin Kwai? Why? Lin Kwai? That sounds right. And then what's the other one? She Ryu or something like that. Like I said, I'm gonna butcher these names. Sure. Um, but there's clearly some kind of bad blood between them. My guess is Scorpion killed a bunch of people. Sub-Zero is trying to basically avenge the death, but because we only see Sub-Zero, you know, doing uh, harm to Scorpion's, like, family and stuff, it seems like Sub-Zero is the bad guys. They paint him as the bad guy, but you also don't know what Scorpion did beforehand. Because if you notice, there's actual bodyguards all over the village, or, like, all over the house. So, like, clearly, he did something, something, yeah, where he needed to be protected. So, yeah, I've never even thought about that, actually, until now. Like, what did he do? Yeah. Wow. So. They kind of wrap it up, I guess, with the Raiden. Well, Kano goes bad. He gets his laser eye. That was a fun scene at the dinner table. Yeah. (laughs) He's just calling everybody out, going ape shit. And then, uh, so he goes bad for Cabal. I don't know. Then they just. I like the. I like the getting power, like the trying to find your. uh, No, I thought that was a cool idea. Anna, whatever it was. I even enjoyed the. uh, I thought the idea of having like the, the seal, the mark of the combat combatant or whatever they call it. That was kind of cool. It was a a clever idea for a story to make it a more like believable story arc instead of like having somebody just show up and pick people. I guess I don't know. I think so too, and I think it actually could open the door to some really interesting storytelling around people not wanting the mark, people trying to hunt people down with the mark. And like this idea of like always it, it, as time goes on, because of the fact that you have to kill the person to get the mark. Yes. Actually, you would naturally have to have the strong, truly strongest people that are actually having the mark because it's just like a, it's just like a pecking order almost. Right. It's like whoever the strongest person is, is going to kill. The person with the mark and then that's the next strongest person the next another person that's even stronger it's like dragon ball z basically you know you gotta have <laughs> goku, you know frieza has the mark and then goku kills him then yeah goku kills everybody so i guess you know no mark passes in dragon ball z just kidding <laughs> <Marky> mark. 
Um, um, everybody fights. So a lot of the fighting wasn't too enjoyable, in my opinion. Cabal fighting Liu Kang, it was just him like flashing around. You just like, and what bothered me a lot is when they have like, they have all these fights going on at the same time. So you're not focusing. The only fight, fight that I was really engaged is when Sonya fights Kano in a lot of ways, because there was actually like some impactful damage. Like, even though it was pretty brief, you got him, her throwing the thing and then the yeah. small fight in the bathroom was kind of neat. And they also that, like had bad blood between each other. So it felt like there was gravity behind the fight as well. Yeah. And then other than that, it's like when Raiden teleports everybody and then the new guy, Cole, decides is in charge of the plans all of a sudden and is saying, well, why don't we just teleport them to wherever we want to go? So, I mean, just teleport them all in like a, into the ocean or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, the fact that Raiden has those abilities and the fact that like Shang Tsung is like, well, I'm just going to do whatever I want. I'm not going to follow the rules. And Raiden's like, we must follow the rules, but I'm also going to be like awful and send Cole to his doom. Um, <laughs> yeah, even though they already won yeah. nine tournaments in a row, let's cheat this time. Let's cheat the last time. Well, he, he alludes to the fact that the way that they won was cheating, in cheating the previous in the way, yeah, yeah. which is also stupid because it's like just telling the audience that like Molina's yeah. like, but wait, we can't cheat. And he's like, do you think, don't you know that we've cheated all the other stuff? Oh, I didn't know. I wasn't there for those. That's the key. We always cheat. <laughs> yeah, forgetting. now and then Radiant find Raiden wants to cheat. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna cheat. Yeah, I want to do the cheating. He teleports everybody into these like scenarios, and then they're all fighting at the same time again. So there's never like and nobody gives a shit about some of the fights, like the Jax versus the guy with the hammer. It's just like I'm gonna swing the hammer, Jax. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna get. Oh, can we actually before we get into that? Can we talk about the fact that Jax's arcana is to grow robot arms over his other robot arms? Hey, man. What Why? How? Everybody else's like thing is like energy or like some kind of like mystical thing, and he's just like, I grew like cybernetic parts out of nowhere. I grew better <laughs> arms. Yeah, <laughs> and he had like this, and there wasn't there was any, there wasn't any good lead up to it either. At least I thought it'd be cool if he was getting the shit beat out of him, and then all of a sudden he starts blocking, and he's like, maybe he thinks about something I don't know, and then he's just all of a sudden like they start getting like built up as he's getting kind of beat down. Yeah, he just wants to lift something off of Sonya, and I don't know. He just gets them all at once. Yeah, yeah. Plus it just yeah I don't know it was weird. It was a little it was like. It would have been I, I would have been fine if they had just had the monks put them on them. Just give them and then maybe they get extra like energy powers or something. Glowing. Maybe his arcana is the fact that he could just use them, period. Because <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand the science behind oh, that. The monks don't know how to build robot arms. They only know how to build like Lego ones or or connects, whatever those things were. <laughs> I think they were Lincoln logs. Lincoln logs. <laughs> Yeah, they were not good. No, um, but they got better. But yeah, he fights that that hammer dude who's terrible. Yeah. All he, he does is scream. The hammer and gets his head crushed. There was a perfect opportunity to uppercut him into some spikes, but they didn't do it. That would have been amazing. Also, like, can we talk about the fact that the roster on the Mortal Kombat um franchise is just like incredible and they pick these like stupid characters that like nobody even like i'm sure people who are like hardcore fans 
you know know who these these characters are but like if you're gonna do the remake of or like if you're gonna basically kind of reinvent the franchise and go with the first movie like wouldn't you want to do the characters from the first like few games barack get baraka in there yeah baraka should have been in there baraka would have been badass to see cut him in half instead of that hellfire person they're all coming back anyway apparently at the end yeah exactly so yeah the casting was not great i mean I don't even yeah johnny well i guess they want to make a like a whole trilogy quadrilogy mega money bucks so yeah what can you do but i don't know but i also don't feel good about the quality of what the next one's gonna be you know what i mean we got johnny cage man yeah well and it's gonna be like some kid he's like 16 like i'm johnny cage like i got shades on i'm <laughs> nuts I'm punching the nuts because that's exactly my height. Because I'm still. You see the poster. He's buff. He's big. He's got the 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 belt thing. Cage belt. Yeah. Spoilers. It's Luke Cage. Yeah, I actually saw it, and they show it in the very first scene when they first show Cole in mm-hmm. the um, in the locker room. You can yeah. see the poster there. It's like ah, I saw it. So, you yeah, got, they all fight. Yeah. Everybody dies, fatalities. Yeah, they say flawless victory. Oh, can we talk about? Can we talk about one other major problem that I had with the film at they the very it. last fight? Uh huh. Sub Zero freezes his family to death. Uh huh. And then they're not dead. Uh-huh. Like they're in, they're like blue, like they're blue in the face. They're passed out. They're like all frozen. It's exactly what he did to Scorpion's family. Right. Why did they not die? movie didn't feel like having them die i guess right well i didn't feel like enjoying that experience (laughs) (laughs) they should be dead i agree with you yeah and like his whole thing was like make like an ice spike and like put it through them you know like i don't know it's like it's so easy to kill them if you really wanted to kill them you would just kill them if you wanted to keep them alive like you wanted to have them being tortured instead of instant death oh they looked real tortured like peacefully sleeping in their ice (laughs) cave <laughs> it's like they were like, ah, it's so it's cold. Very- ah, I can't feel my legs. <laughs> hibernating and ice. Yeah, exactly. It was like- <laughs> but I mean, they saved them and they saved them good. And we got to see so Scorpion Skull Face. We uh, did. That was cool. They did a lot of fan service, which was kind of fun. They said a lot yeah. of the quotes. I was hoping for a toasty, but we didn't get that. And if it did, I missed it, but I don't think they said it. No, they, they said, like, it. test your might, flawless victory, yeah. finish him. A lot of times, like, haphazardly thrown in there, like, when Cabal gets animalitied, is it him saying fatality, Liu Kang wins or something? I don't remember, honestly. It, somebody says it. Yeah, I remember that. Val announcing that he's dying. <laughs> he's either announced. It was just really weird. Yeah. But they all fight. Cabal gets burnt up. Uh, Teeth Lady, don't know her name. Melina. Melina gets blown through. Yeah. She, I, mean, I also hated the CG. Like, Melina's a really cool character in the sense that, like, you know, she, her and Katana are sisters and they both like look exactly the same. But when in the game and in other depictions, right? Like when she takes her mask off, her mouth goes like all the way back and she's got super sharp teeth. And I really feel like the makeup 
was just trash. Like they did CG on her face and that sucked. Oh, yeah. And then also like the prosthetics they used for her teeth, they made them kind of just look like they were just like jagged. Like, like, she, like she just had like busted up teeth. Like she didn't actually have like the razor sharp like teeth that she actually has in the game. So I thought that was kind of a missed opportunity because she's she would have been a really easy character to make look cool. I know. Well, she's not cool anymore. She got blasted through. That's true. She's the belly dead and the spine remained. That's a different girl, and she's dead now. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, Sonya got the blast powers, kills Kano. Yeah, she got like the 80s bracelet energy powers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess, I mean, I, I think my biggest complaint is just the fact that, like, I don't necessarily care that there wasn't a tournament but i think the fights should have been isolated more and focused but i guess they only have so much time so maybe that's why they wanted to have them all happening at once yeah i think it was the quality too like i mean that scene where sonia comes in and she gets her powers like it felt like go go power rangers at that point like yeah. it just had like a weird like just i can't really describe it any other way there was like a b-movie experience where it was like the sets sucked. It was not believable. Like they weren't capturing the cinematography in a way. Like they're like full, like, like she's like, it's like a scene where it's like all, you know, you, you're seeing her entire body as she like jumps down and they're like showing the whole thing. It's like there's no like artistry in the cinematography. Like it was just like yeah. I will say that I agree with that, but I think the ice area, the ice stage, I guess. I thought that scenery was probably pretty cool. That was very cool. I, I mean, I said at the beginning of this. Throws them on the um, the chain link fence and the ice kind of shatters. At the yeah, that was super cool. I, I really do think that the scenes with Scorpion and Sub-Zero are near perfect. Those are you know, great. I mean, aside, from, aside from like the CG blood, you know, um, but that, honestly, I would overlook the CG blood versus the CG Outworld because CG Outworld took me completely out of the experience. Yeah, I was just like, this is like, I've seen better, I've seen better rendering in video games. You know, this is not 1997 anymore. You can't get away with that. Like, that's just trash. That's true. Yeah, Outworld was was a travesty. The giant Goro statue. And I would, you know, what would have been awesome too. Like, if, I wish they had had like an end credit scene that like showed like Shao Kahn on his throne, like similar to like Thanos at the end of the Marvel movies. You know what I mean? Like having some kind of like epic ender where you like oh yeah there wasn't anything really yeah that's true um and i feel like you know having just shang sung as the as the enemy is not enough like there's so many cooler enemies in mortal Kombat. like shang sung is so like lightweight by the comparison to like the grandness of the enemies that come in the later games that's true on top of cg blood though that opening scene when he takes down all like the guards, Sub Zero's guards, spraying CG blood everywhere, which I CG blood is good for some scenes. Obviously, if you're gonna smash somebody's head open, maybe then, but even then, you can build a friggin' head and make it explode. Anyway, build that head. Build a head. He 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 has no blood on him after that entire fight until he starts fighting Sub Zero. Well, it's hard to have blood on you when it's fake. That is true need that uh head to be built so that it can actually explode on set that is true i'm fun unless someone gets hurt am i right that is true i think that's the phrase 
test your might. Also, <sighs> soundtrack could have been a little more Mortal Kombat. Soundtrack sucked. Themed. It was very... And the uh, fact that they like didn't even capitalize on a song that is like immediately identifiable, that would have been... Yeah, you hear even it. If they had remade it, even if they'd done some some form of remix where it was like bigger, or even if it like had, you know, if it had some dubstep dubstep element to it that got added to it to make it like more modern or something. Well, they did kind of do that, but you don't hear it until like the end credits. You hear right. like bits and pieces of it. But it doesn't have. It doesn't ever really hit the stride or power of the original, even though they did reprise it. Mortal Kombat. So yeah, I mean, I would give the movie. <laughs> I give the movie a seven out of ten. Um, and, I think that's and fair. It gets a it gets a full point solely on nostalgia because I think the actual quality of the movie maybe it gets a full two points on solely nostalgia because I think the actual quality of the movie is probably a five out of ten. But I think seven is a good rating. I think I'll go with that. Okay. Seven movie was fine. I enjoyed it. It was fun. A lot it was of a fun, fun to movie. watch. Fun movie. I mean, we we enjoyed it, but I mean, we're here to pick it apart, and you know. Yeah, some of the parts not rocking. Just weren't rocking. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's it for this one. I think so. Yeah. I think maybe next time we'll talk about something else. Yeah. Borderlands, maybe, maybe. Maybe Borderlands, the video game. Yeah, it might have to happen. Looking forward to it. Thanks, everyone. All right. Thanks for watching. Peace be with you.